Welcome to the Dreams by Any Means Motivation Station. I'm your host, Ed Doxon. Today, I got a very special guest. Um, we have Tavada Idea Man here. Um, I know when you hear that name, you think of, of course, ideas. Um, this is someone that I've met through another connection. And as I talk about here on this podcast, it's a power networking and meeting with different people. Um, we have a lot to unpack today, um, a lot to go about, but I'll start by reading your bio and how to introduce yourself to the people as well. So best known as Tavada Idea Man is the Chief Visionary Officer for Inspire Media. He helps entrepreneurs, artists, influencers create powerful marketing strategies that have a positive impact on the culture and, and to grow their business. He is the founder and creator of Facebook Elevate, Facebook's program to train 1 million Black and 1 million Latinx-owned small businesses. Now, we're here today with Tavada Idea Man, and we're going to jump into it, talking about a lot. But uh, go ahead and introduce yourself uh, to the people, bro. Let them know where you're from, what you got going on. Yeah, what's up? What's up, y'all? It's good to connect. I am Tavad, the Idea Man from Oakland, California, now digital nomad, traveling and exploring the world and supporting other people to be able to do the same thing, build businesses that allow you to live the life of your dreams. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So, you know, just making that statement, you know, you said build a life for your dreams. Like, what, what, does, what does that mean to you as far as, like, helping someone really accomplish it. You know, we all say we dream. The name of this podcast mm -hmm. is Dream by Any Means. But as we know, if you don't have things in order and put together, uh, what does that mean to you? Like, how do you approach helping someone get from point A to point B? I think the first thing is mindset, right? So in, in, in my program, and I have an accelerator that actually helps you do this with every step along the way. It's called Pandemic Proof Profits. But there's three core components to achieving those dreams, right? So for me, my dream was to travel the world, live in a new country every month, explore the world's beautiful beaches, eat good food, work in like the most luxurious vibey locations. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. You know, but like not for mad expensive, not always stressing and having time to enjoy life. And like, I legit love marketing. Like I love what I do. So I'm like, if I could just like do that, like, that'd be great. But it was something that I had in the future. It was like, oh, if I could do that five years, when, you know, in five years one day, if I could, you know, if I keep working hard, I get all my ducks in a row and then I do this, then maybe I'll be able to get there. So the first thing that I found that has to be changed is your mindset. Yeah. Okay. And I know everybody says this, like everybody's like mindset, mindset. Like it's kind of like an overused word. Yeah. But, but to me, what it means is the audacity to not wait. Mm -hmm. Right. The, you know, I've talked to people about it. Like, oh, you're crazy. I got to get all this thing set up. I'm like, no, you don't. They're like, I got to wait till I'm making all this money. No, you don't. Yeah. They're like, oh, I got to wait till I get this certain place in my business. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. Right? You just need to understand what's required and just get out there and do it. Right? No. Um, yeah. Yeah, but um, I was going to say that, man, you know, mindset, I agree with it. And it speaks to me, bro, because even as you were talking with the podcast, you know, that's something I picked up from Wallow. Shout out to Wallow. Wallow made a statement one time. He was like, you know, I was thinking, like, oh, I can't start a podcast until I got this super, you know, Hype Williams director or until I got all these special things. And he was like, man, you got this in your hand. You can start, you know, what you want right there. And, man, like I said, I started on the phone and I went to video and those type of things. So how did you go about and how did you, know, you know, how did you adopt that mindset? But also how do you sustain 
you know, that mindset and not getting comfortable getting complacent, which is really sad business. I like to say I'm a student of life, right? And often we're too busy, caught up that we don't just get a chance to observe and watch life. Right. And that's kind of why I like places like this as well. Like, you know, I'm currently in Ariel de Cabo, Brazil. Right. And it's a small fishing village, but one of some of the most pristine, crystal clear blue waters you ever see. Yeah, he just he just was flexing, y'all. He just seen <laughs> But I'm, I I'm up here in Brooklyn, Miami, and he's showing me Brazil, man. I look way better than this. <laughs> hey man, look, come out, bro. You you should be vibing out here with me, man. We gotta I'll you know what I'm saying? Get some drinks on a yacht, bro, on a nice you Sunday know. and relax. Talk about, you know? <laughs> Anything, whatever. <laughs> right. But, you know, I think it's... I think the thing that I got... I don't even know where I was at first, but I, what, what occurred to me and how it happened for me was through a whole bunch of problems. Everything, a bunch of bad... Like a series of unfortunate events, mm-hmm. Right. And when I say what I mean by being an observer of life, and sometimes we don't just observe life and learn the lessons. That's the biggest teacher. I can learn a lesson from just watching the ocean. Like, oh man, the ocean consistent as heck. It's just water, but it's eroding all these mountains by just yeah. doing a little bit every day. Mm-hmm. I could learn, you know, some some lessons about leadership when I look at the ducks and they're swimming and the, they're in single file. I'm like, oh, okay, how do they, or the birds when they fly in a V, how are they doing? Like, what does these things mean? Right. And so one of the things that I would observe is this cyclical pattern that occurs in life, right? Where most of the time when there's a negative circumstance or a problem or an issue that happens, right. And they, there's different ways that this is said in, in time and through quotes and throughout the Bible, right. It's like, you know, uh, uh what is it the the strength is forged in the fire or something like that right <laughs> yeah. basically to me it just means after some problems come it's some blessings around yeah right that's what i learned when you when there's a problem then it's an opportunity to, to learn something and if you learn something you can do something with that right mm-hmm. that's the biggest investment you can make in your life i will i done spent whole And that part of the story is this actually story starts with me losing all of my clients, Mm. right? Right before the pandemic, right? I I was doing an agency, but I was overstressed. I was overworked, trying to train staff, trying to do my full-time job, trying to manage these clients. And I was getting paid, you know, anywhere between like, you know, three to six K per month for a client. And I'm working with them ongoingly, right? And yeah. I'm like, okay, if I just have a certain amount of these, that's kind of really, you know, all I need. Yeah. And, but I was like, let me scale it, you know, let me keep it small and scale it, you know, as I grow. But all of a sudden, because of the pandemic, right before it happened, you know, I lost all the clients. Mm. And then I had to figure out what the heck to do. So yeah. I went to a little <laughs> conference and I was like, I just got to learn something new. That's always my thing. When, when I fail or when there's a problem, there's something I need to learn. Yeah. Or something I need to analyze. So I took a conference. They had a next level where they were like, you can come to our next thing. And they were like, you can come to trainings for the next two years, like every other month, right? But it's only, you know, you only have to pay like what, like a like a the bill for like a, a, a good used car, right? Yeah. So way more money that would just sit in my bank account ready to be spent on some classes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Nothing. But I convinced myself to do some crazy ish. Mm-hmm. And I balled out. 
And I put it all on a credit card. I said, let's go. Yeah. I went to the first event. And 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 when I say used car now, I'm talking, you know, well over 10 bands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> like, and I go to this conference. And after the first conference is over, right? This is supposed to be events for the next two years. Mm-hmm. Right? After the first conference is over, the business goes under because they're a live event business. Mm. And COVID hits. So I get one out of like 30. Yeah. People were freaking out. They lost their money. Da, 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 da. What I just did is I observed and I learned the business model that they had. And I said, what can I take from this and implement it? Mm-hmm. I started at a new canvas for my, for my agency, started from scratch and said, okay, let me just open up this space. What can I make? Yeah. And I built a new program, Pandemic Proof Profits, okay. right? And in my first, my first cohort, I was able to make way more back than the investment that I paid for that, first, for that seminar for the next two years. Wow. Right? And so it was like, oh, I got to be willing to believe in myself and take action now. Mm-hmm. And when there's a problem that happens, right? You know, whether you believe in God or don't or whether you believe in circumstance or the universe, something reset to allow me to get the new direction that I needed to go. Yeah. But most who most people would have been too busy, caught up. I lost all my clients. How am I going to pay the team? Would I go? Oh, no, I definitely can't afford no course that, you know, like. And then they would have missed the blessing. Yeah. So every time I'm hurt, I feel it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, OK. But then my next immediate thing is, ooh, I'm about to make some money. Ooh, there's some gold here. There's something here for me. Where is the blessing? And I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bro, trust me, I get that. And, and I know when I was doing research and I just heard, you, you got a church background, right? Oh, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, you know, I'll be going. But you were brought up in the church, I'm assuming, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying that because that's the thing. Like, I always tell people, you know, when it's going good, it's good, 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 good. When it's going bad, it's bad, 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 bad. But it's like, that's how it goes. And like, you know, mm-hmm. when, I, when I was brought up in a church, I never, I was in grad school, bro. I was going through a tough time. Went to Bible study one night, you know, they were talking about the fruits that God promises. And they, one of the fruits was long suffering. So I was like, oh, this all makes sense now. This is why my life's <laughs> upside down. <So. laughs> and what, the, the blessing of it is, bro, though, that I, I found is the blessing is the challenge like you wouldn't like so like so did like so so that was one thing right i lost all my clients i'm struggling i'm readjusting i'm living in la right just moved to la it's i'm there like two or three months and pandemic hits stuff shut down i can't do nothing i can't be out i'm re- i was living in la before but i was ready to get back on my vibe you know what i mean yeah it's shut yeah. down our lease is up this is right when all the protests ha- start happening right so i'm looking for an apartment right I, there's no roommate kind of situation. You know, if you live in California, you're going to need a roommate no matter right. how much you make. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. You in D.C., you understand. You know what I mean, <laughs> right? You, need, you, got, you got to have a roommate. It's what it is. So, you know, but, but folk, you know, so I, I couldn't find one. Then I was looking for my own spot. I'm like, they're doing FaceTime interviews where you can look at the apartment on a camera, but you know you can't really accurately see. Stuff is still yeah. super high, high, high priced. 
Finally, after like two months of looking, I find a spot. Me and my little brother go move in. It's a spot a block away from the beach on Long Beach, uh, a separate little uh, section for a, for a home office that I could use in there. And it was previously an Airbnb. So it had yeah. everything, pots, pans, a washing machine, covers, towels, everything. I was like, boom, let's get it. We not, yeah. I'm on it. Yeah. Three days before I'm supposed to move in, right? I'm going to sign all the paperwork because I've seen it the week before. I'm like, I'm, I'm here for sure. I'm going to come bring the money. Boom. I call it. Boom, boom. Hello. He's like, yo, so the owner thinks the pandemic is going to be over. And he put it back on Airbnb and rented it out for the next two months. Mm. This is three days before I'm supposed to move in. I got no place to go. So something in my heart was just like, and I, I literally could not go back on Zillow or any apartment where I just like, I was like, I'm burnt yeah. out. <laughs> And I'm, and I'm teaching this course, by the way, as I'm like trying to figure out my new apartment, I'm like in the apartment with all this mess behind me teaching my program now that I've created. Right. And so I just, something hit me, just something energy would just said, give away, become light, just throw stuff away. So I just started, gave away half my clothes, my TV, my dresser. I was like, if I can't fit it in my car, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not, it's not going right. And I wasn't, I wasn't like worried necessarily, like, am I going to be able to sleep somewhere? Like I wasn't broke, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it was like, at the same time, it was like, you know, that could get real oh. expensive real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Then you got the unknown. It's like, you don't, you know, what's next? Yeah. And, so, and, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say just, you know, as you're talking about all that stuff I was saying before, I was, it sounds like as I'm listening to you talk and, you know, you're going to those things, I just wanted to kind of circle back. Like, how did you get into the marketing lane? Like, was that always something or was that through trial and error? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me, let me wrap up this one and then I'll tell you how I, how I started in the marketing. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I move out. Oh, I mean, I, I'm not move out. I just, you know, we were out. We're <laughs> 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 out. <laughs> So then I go to stay with my ex at the time. Okay. Right. A week later, we break up for the last time. Oh man, it's <laughs> a week. Yo, oh my gosh! I go to my barber's, my barber's apartment, and he in the garage, and there's a bunch of guys in there. I'm getting my cut, bro. Everybody was going through it in the pandemic with pandemic relationships, bro. All the dudes was just in there, like, man, <laughs> we got some beers, and. You know, looking back, though, right, I realized that every single one of those things was a blessing. Mm -hmm. And at the time, what felt like it was painful, what it felt like it was hurt, what made me worried were actually all things for my divine good. Yeah. If I had found that apartment, I would have been a year lease. I never would have been traveling. Mm -hmm. Had I stayed in a relationship, I probably also wouldn't have had the guts to move out the country, just move somewhere and just go somewhere different for months. Yeah. Right. If I still had all that stuff. Right. Because I had a place to go. I would have kept a bunch of stuff. I couldn't have just put it in my car and maneuvered a little bit at some friend's house and go. Mm -hmm. And so once all that happened, I just said, you know what? I'm going to be light. I'm going to be open to whatever the path that I'm supposed to be following. And I'm going to let it unfold to me. And I'm just going to live out of Airbnbs for the next year and just see where I go. Mm -hmm. Right. I've been to Cabo uh Puerto Vallarta, Cancun, Playa del Carmen, Isla Mujeres, Colombia, Medellin, Brazil, Ghana, Jamaica. Everywhere. Bro, it's been the and and I spend less on rent than when I was yeah. gonna do when I'm back in LA. 
Yeah, probably better food too. <laughs> Bro. So the 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 piece of it is that mindset. When the challenges yeah. come, when you get an opportunity to reset, how quick can you come back and say, okay, I'm feeling this pain, but okay, where is the blessings? Because with every down, there's also a blessing delivered. It's either a lesson or a gift. And whichever one, you got to appreciate it and find it. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree, man. That's what's up, man. First, I just want to salute you, man, for, you know, taking the risk. Because like you said, it's a mindset. And I can relate to it as some of the moves I may have made, career moves, and moving state to state. And people like, you know, like, what are you doing? And I tell them, like, sometimes I don't even know. But it's just, you know, <laughs> it's just having that courage, you know, the unknown on the other side of just having that faith. Like, you know, all right, if it don't work out, then on to the next one. So I definitely salute you for that, man. That's amazing to just see you. And um, as I, you know, before we start recording, those are the listening, you know, just coming from Oakland, California, man, and just really going out and kind of like not really making a country, but making the world yours, man. I salute you for that. I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, well, well, you you go, you gonna be out here toasting with me soon, yeah. bro. Don't man, say it like I'm that. Out there <laughs> July, man. Don't, don't tell it, don't tell me, man. <laughs> hey, man, look, I'm all the temptation, bro. I'm trying, I'm trying to let people know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. But uh, yeah, let's let's jump into the marketing, man. I definitely want the listeners to, um, you know, get an understanding of marketing, uh, some things you've done. Um, I have some questions that I wrote down, and also know have some questions that, that they sent over. But yeah, just want to know, starting, how did you get into the marketing lane, and you know, what does it mean to you? How's how you passionate about it? Those type of things. Yeah, definitely. Dog, <laughs> doing the most. Um, there's a lot of like stray random, like not this one's somebody's dog, but just side note, when you're traveling, there's a lot of stray random dogs. One day you'll have to ask me about getting chased by five dogs and on the beach in Mexico. Oh, That's a side story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> um but for, for marketing, right? Um so marketing, I started young. Right. I, you know, people are like, how you been in marketing 15, 16 years and you're only 31. But right? I'm like, probably longer now. But I started because I was a rapper and I was rapping and I had hot bars. I still have hot bars. Right. <laughs> okay. and, you know, it just when I decided to exercise them. <laughs> in marketing as a musician and an artist. And okay. I knew that the type of hip hop music that I was making wasn't going to be the things that I got a record deal for or that they were just going to drop on the radio. No matter how hot I was, no matter how good the beat was, I understood that there was two things that had to be necessary. It had to have a fire beat and a fire hook. What you said in the matter didn't really make difference. So I could talk all the positivity I want, just like anybody else could be a terrible rapper if they want, as long as the beat and the hook were good. Mm -hmm. And then I knew that I would have to be good at business and marketing so that I could make sure that I had a viable career no matter what. And I could sell myself and I didn't worry about, you know, some contract or some deal. Yeah. So that's where my interest in marketing came from. And so my first marketing skill set, right, was copywriting and email marketing. Because after every single show, I would have a binder where I created a little form and I would go to every single person and get people's phone numbers and email addresses. I collected like 5,000 email addresses this way, hand to hand, right? Before we had digital marketing, before we had ads, before we had lead ads, before we had lead mag. I was out there. I'm the lead magnet, collecting okay. people's email addresses, right? And I use that the, the the that list to generate revenue, right? I use that to 
you know, I had a t-shirt business for one point. I had a, 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 a jewelry business I created at one point. I had a catering business for like five minutes one time. And I was like, that was way too much work for not enough money. <laughs> and, but I was able to use that list of people that I met rapping, right? To email them, keep them in touch with what I'm doing, what I'm working on and ask for, for sales and donations enough to pay my way to study culinary arts in Paris for a summer, mm. right? And so from hip hop, right, my love of marketing became what it is. Yeah. And that's, man, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting that you say that because I tell people, I think now with marketing today, the influence that hip hop has on marketing from corporate culture to everything you see today, like it's out of this world. Like everyone's a song or pulling a hip hop artist or maybe saying something that hip hop made popular. Like that's interesting to hear that. So that's what's, that's what's up, man. So, you know, how was that, 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 that the transition though, you know, did, did it kind of hurt? You know, sometimes we have one dream and you realize, all right, I could do this. Like you said, you realize, okay, I'm rapping about this stuff. When you kind of had to like leave the rap alone, how did that, how did you take that? I don't got to leave a rap alone. That's okay. what it took me a long time to discover. But a part of the plan was always to be an expert marketer. Because if I'm an expert marketer, it don't matter. I could pick up rap at any point. I could do it tomorrow and be popping. If You know what I mean? It doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight. But it means right. I don't need a record label. I, don't, I know how to make content. I know how to run ads. I know how to generate revenue off of a brand, off of an influencer brand. Yeah. Right? So as and and and, a, and a, I had a celebrity call me one time and they were like, you know, basically, how do I monetize my audience? We're thinking about, you know, monetizing these videos that we're getting. And I'm like, that's the smallest way you could be monetizing your ad is just getting whatever the company's paying. I'm like, you're right. an audience of over a million people. That means that there's some company that has a product that wants to run an ad. They're going to put that ad on, you know, from a platform, a YouTube, a Facebook, an Instagram, you know, a TikTok, whatever. And then that company is going to place that ad in your content, right? Okay. So I'm like, out of all three of those people, you're getting the smallest percent of that money, right? Mm -hmm. The product is getting the biggest amount because they're selling, hopefully, if their marketing is good. The right. big company that's the platform is getting the second amount, right? And then the creator or whatever, but that's just based in the, that's how it has to work, right? I guess yeah. not, I'm not saying like that should be different, but I'm just saying that's the smallest chunk, right? Yeah. Because the other ones are, it's a different role. So I'm like, the biggest thing you can do as an influencer, celebrity, artist, entertainer, person with the, uh, with the, with the influence as an expert speaker, as a, uh, as an expert in anything that, you know, could have something to teach or say is to build a digital product. That's the quickest. You can do a physical product too, but with the way the world is and shipping and all, it's just build a digital product and sell yeah. that. I'm mm -hmm. like, if you got a million followers, why are you trying to get a percent off a of video view? Well, if you don't sell you some products. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. Because, man, it's funny you said because I started to learn about, you know, I wonder how, how do people make money off of YouTube and the views and stuff. And when you look it up, it's like, man, you got to have a zillion views or something, you know, to really, really get a type of revenue that you would like, you know, from that. I mean, not really. Yes yep. and no, right? I mean, like, especially with, 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 with all the new creator features that are happening with a lot of the platforms and their competition. You know what I mean? If you just are consistent and do good, like, because yeah. you have to think about your goal. Even if you're getting a passive 3K monthly from content that you're just making. No, nah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you, could, you could do that and live in, in post of these countries and be completely fine and never have to work again. Yeah. Right? But people don't think like that, right? They're like, oh, if I could just, if you can make enough to make 
I, one of the things I teach is like, you know, and it depends on what your level is, right? So sometimes I'm advising million dollar companies, multi-million dollar companies, hundred million dollar companies. Sometimes it's, I got $10, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and, and, and it depends on where you're at. But my thing is if you're a small, you know, if you're a solopreneur, right? And, you know, we all have these goals of ambitions of being rich and being a millionaire, right? But yeah. what I think most people are really looking for is just the lifestyle. Yeah. Right. And they don't realize that yeah. if they go to Colombia, if they move to Mexico, depending on where they are, but even if they live in those countries and they learn how to utilize and sell to other audiences, their expertise. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could make three to five K monthly and just be fine and like have a, the most beautiful house, have someone that's a chef for you, have some right. a house cleaner every day. And stay and still, you know what I'm saying? I told y'all only flexing, y'all. I told y'all he was flexing. I'm not, I'm not even saying I do these things. <laughs> but what kind of person would I be if I didn't exercise my knowledge? I'm just saying. <laughs> it's just not so far away. And if you learn the marketing techniques, even to build a program, right, that you could charge a thousand dollars for, yeah. right? Then all you need to do is sell four of those a month how much marketing, how much, you know, how big and complicated do your systems need to be if you only need to get four a month to live the lifestyle that you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not for sure, man. What, what trends are you seeing today in marketing? So one of the biggest I'm seeing is, is and a lot of people talk about it, but I don't talk about what that is, like the emergence of creators, right? And creators, most people think just people who make content, right? But really what a creator is, is is a personal brand right and a lot of people when they build a personal brand don't want to really bring their whole selves right where in the past you had to be a prim and buttoned up proper right to show yourself people don't want to see that anymore right they want to see you authentically so bring everything that you have to the table because you don't need as i said the biggest audience you don't need everybody in the world you just need a small group of people who bang with you, yeah. right? And so if you can be your fully self, and for me, my struggle was like, I always liked rapping and I always liked marketing, right? Yeah. I always wanted to be a business. I was like, I want to be a CEO and a rapper. And I yeah. was like, but if I'm a rapper, I can't be a CEO. If I'm a CEO, I can't be a rapper because <laughs> in the business, people won't respect me. And then if I'm over here in business, they're like, who won't respect me, Yeah, right? And it took me a lot of years to kind of break that conditioning and be like, no, nah, I'm just, I'm to buy the idea, man. You know what I mean? And I got, I got bars. I like to travel. I like to cook. I like to, you know what I mean? And if I just build a brand around who I am personally and all the things that I believe and enjoy, I like health. I'll teach you about eating some ginger and what that's going to do. That's why I don't even be getting sick when I travel. They're like, how you been? I took more flights in the last two years than probably the rest of my life combined. Mm -hmm. Right. But I got I got all my little herbs that I travel with. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I got my vitamin C, my pycnogenol, my Q10, my oregano oil, my activated yeah. charcoal. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, I can be me and talk about all of these things. Yeah. Right. And if I understand marketing and I can build an audience that's attracted to who I am, right? It then gives me the ability to create and sell anything. 
mm-hmm. right? But I have to focus. I focus on one thing. So small business, I do 20 things at one time. I got the nonprofit, I got the business, and I got this other thing that I'm doing. Nah. Yeah. Get one thing set up first, your money. Yeah. Right? Because once you have the money, you're going to need it to invest in everything else. So what's your high ticket offer? Because you can sell that the quickest yeah. off of your audience. Second, later on down the line, I mean, you can join my marketing accelerator, right? And then you have money. And then later on when I want to do some tours, because people like my travel, they got yeah. the money to do the tours. And they'll, they've been seeing me travel. If I want to later release some information about health, and they've been seeing how I eat when I travel and what I eat and how I do it, they might buy that from me. Right. So being bringing your whole self, then if I start doing music, that's a whole nother source of income. Right. Mm -hmm. Then I started, how do I attach music? Because I started learning that I could do both when I started getting paid from nonprofits to write hip hop theme songs for them. And I was like, uh, I was like, y'all about to pay. I'm in high school. And I'm like, y'all about to pay me a thousand dollars to write a poem for (laughs) y'all. Right. But it's accurate and it's true. And I did it. If you have the, the gumption to be like, I'm going to try it and I'm going to bring all my gifts, all my skills, all my passion, not to different social media platforms, not one Instagram account for this, for this, for this and this. And I'm trying to manage seven. You can't barely manage one. Yeah. <laughs> bring your full self to what you do. That's the biggest trend I'm seeing. And if you do that and you do that wholeheartedly and you build a tribe and you really share and you don't get worried about how many views you get every time you post a video and you just keep going like you're yeah. going in the gym. You don't look at the gym after one mirror, so, you know, one, one gym and look at the mirror and be like, oh, now you got to keep going even though you don't know if it's working yet. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, that, that's fact, bro. I, I like that's that's trust me that's something I needed to hear you know what I mean so, <laughs> you'll get caught up in that it's like you think about the views you think about it but that's for the mindset I got I was like well let me focus on my core group you know that I have right here that is supporting and I send the feedback and all those different type of things so that's definitely true so like you know when you um and I know we're almost at time but you know when you look at marketing today and of course you know, talk about pandemic and COVID and you know. COVID, I feel like, drove digital marketing to a whole nother level. So when you kind of talk about digital marketing, you know, just the trends and the growth of that and how, you know, influence the people that use that to their advantage? Yeah, absolutely. So, one, digital marketing is the marketing, right? Unless unless you're like a major company, you're not going to really be using traditional methods because you ain't got enough money for a TV ad. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just point blank. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, I don't know why, you know, and then and then if you're just talking about, like, uh, people like, I just do word of mouth, I'm like, okay, so you're going to completely rely on other people to make sure that you get clients. Mm-hmm. So, like, when those people go away, you're just out of business. Okay, that's cool, too. Right? Or I'm going to do, you know, referrals as my main source of business, but I'm not going to build a strategic referral program to help people refer, give them bonuses for referring, track that, and make sure that's it's actually a system. See, the thing is, there's the mix of just going and learning the strategy, right? So the one thing I would say, the most important thing is to get going, but constantly be learning, right? So what are those some of those things you can learn? Like, give me, give me you know what, what helps me is like, Who needs to know this, right? Like, like, give me a scenario. 
So like for the, uh, as far as like this digital market piece? Yeah, like for like a problem that you or somebody that you so, know or some one of your listeners would be facing. Yeah, so for, yeah, actually, I actually think about it off rip. You know, I have a very close friend of mine. I'm actually wearing his shirt right now. This is Lahara. Shout out to Lahara. You know, go get y'all Lahara. And, um, you know, he has great products. He's been growing the brand. Um, you know, really great support system. But, you know, my friends in chat now, we always explore how he can increase his digital markets. For example, I brought him on a podcast. You know, we did an interview with that. Um, and he actually just started running ads through Instagram and those types of things. But, um, yeah, just trying to figure out, you know, I'm owning this clothing line company. I'm based in D.C. I have core support, but I want to get this out more. I want to market it. I want it to look more sexy, those type of things. So just kind of like trying to help get them off the ground. Because, like, he has the product, he has the support. But it's like, you know, just kind of want to get that marketing out there more. Absolutely. So first, let's talk about where marketing starts. Okay. Most people think that you build a product or service and then you figure out how to market it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the opposite way to start. And that's where most people fail off the rip. All right. You have to think first, what is the marketing? Right. What is the landscape of the environment? Who needs it? Who are the people here? Like if I'm about to put a restaurant in a specific location, yeah. I don't just open up my favorite food. I need to go around and figure out what type of food that people like, yeah. what other restaurants are in the area. You know what I mean? If what kind of if these people like spicy or they don't like spicy, what the best place that people need to hang out. Right. And most of us just start without none of that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so a couple of challenges. One, clothing is a very challenging business to get into as an industry. Mm -hmm. Right. For several reasons. One, you got low ticket which means you have to sell a whole bunch of them, which means you have to be really good at e-commerce, right? Or you need to have an audience already, yeah. right? If you aren't a pro at doing all the marketing and running ads, yes, I'm not saying that there aren't people who do it and that, but I'm just saying for the general folks, like I know a lot of people who do it, it's challenging because one, it's, a, it's, it's, it's something that people will get rid of in the pandemic. When no one's mm -hmm. going out wearing new clothes, they're just in sweatpants all day. So yeah. they don't have any, there's no reason to buy new clothing per se. Right. And there's a lot of competition. Right. So first things I would look at, okay, is if I'm going to start this, how am I different? Mm -hmm. Right. Am I, am I different just because I say something different on my clothing, but how does that actually connect? Mm -hmm. Right. Do I already have a built in group of people who would want to buy this? Right. Another way to do it is to, is, you know, we talked about that personal influencer brand, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're building a personal influencer brand and you're standing for something and you believe in something and you're talking about that frequently, right? And you're able to build a brand around that. And now you have followers and now you have people who support you. They will right. buy your merchandise, right? What I like to think of it is, is a lot of people think, begin building clothing brands with the idea that the clothing is the brand, right? What I wanna encourage business owners to think about is that clothing is the merchandise for a brand, mm -hmm. right? But you gotta figure out what is the brand. So if yeah. you think about like, you know, if you think about a celebrity, right? A, a entertainer, a singer, a rapper, they come and do a show in your area, right? And they have merch after, they got shirts. Yeah, yeah. People aren't buying the shirts Right. Because it says some randoms rapper on it. You're buying the shirt because you love the rapper and you're supporting him. Yeah. yeah right. A lot of people out here starting clothing lines and they're not a brand. Mm -hmm. 
so they're creating a merch line for something that people don't have a relation to. Yeah. Right. Now that's hard to hear because a lot of people are building that. Right. And I'm not saying that it's a bad business, but I'm saying is you have to understand the framework in which you're, you're, you're working it. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you don't have a lot of money to build up the intricate level of marketing systems, you're going to need to consistently run ads to find that audience. Right. And you got to get creative. You got to really be good at content, making yeah. things that interact with people, having other people where it began build, building a culture. Mm-hmm. around it right and then the, the 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 merchandise sales is just a reflection of the culture you build but you're not a clothing line you're a culture builder yeah yeah that's man that's spot on bro and i relate to it as a consumer you know when i think about um nipsey hustle the marathon clothing line it was like i wasn't really like oh man this shirt is so great it was like no i was bound into the whole marathon brand and the independence of you know everything nipsey was doing so that's absolutely true yeah, and I um, mean, I know we're at time, man. And, uh, man, we, we could go all day because there's so much more. I definitely would love to ask. But, <laughs> you know, as we close out, man, I just want to ask this question. You know, being known as the idea man, um, just kind of give people, you know, brief, like I would say, some tips of, you know, we got all these ideas in your head, but just how to get that one idea and build on it. Oh, yes. Um, so one, I would say, with ideas pull from interesting places right so one of one of the the things i was surprised about so my my brief career journey is you know starting as a rapper doing you know hip-hop spoken word you know going to george mason university to to get my degree in advertising um went to the federal reserve to do some marketing there for their economic team and a lot of the, the strategies that i brought for them for marketing economics at the federal reserve with the strategies I learned as a rapper trying to promote myself. And I was like, I wonder if this will work. And they were like, this is the greatest stuff we've ever seen. I was like, oh, this is just how I promote rap music. (laughs) 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 You know, Um, from there, I went on to to lobby in Congress, doing public speaking, Pixar, Stanford, Facebook, Yelp. Um, And then, you know, I've been on the global advertising team at Facebook, right? So a lot of it is testing, right? The heart of marketing is testing, finding the right product fit, trying to see what you're skilled at. Yeah. Second thing is learning, right? Mm-hmm. You have to constantly be increasing your skills and getting good at something, but pick one yeah. thing and get really good at it because you can yeah. always expand from there. Right. Right. And then, and then three is getting a coach to learn from someone who has been spent the last 15 years like me testing all the different ones and failing all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right. But now that I've done that, I understand I could help you cut a whole bunch of those years. Right. People don't sometimes don't want to pay. Cause they're like, Oh, you know, I can just figure it out. No, me now before I was like that. No, I gotta, now I will pay somebody so quick to tell me some stuff that they don't been through that, yeah. I, that I ain't been through yet. Oh, so quick. You mean double. Cause it's going to save me. <laughs> yeah, me. It's going to save me time. <laughs> yeah. So I would say those three things, if you're getting started, you're trying to figure out, you're trying to figure out where your passion is, begin testing, play with it a little bit, start learning, pick one thing to get really good at first and then keep adding on high income skill sets. Yeah. Third thing is find a coach, join a program from someone that's qualified and knows what they're talking about. and has been through it because they, and then actually listen. Some people like to get a coach and then argue. 
No, listen right. to the person, <laughs> right? If you trust them, because they're going to help. Things might seem counterintuitive to you, but you haven't been through it yet, yeah. right? So if you if you come to work with me and you're like, okay, I want to build this course and I want to just give it as some pre-recorded videos and then people will buy it, or I just want to take them on a my one week session, you know, for six months, once a week. I'm like, okay, great. Those are models, but there's a lot better models that will make your your students feel better, that will get them better results, that will generate you more revenue and be less stressful. Yeah. So you could do those strategies until you figure this out, or you could just be an expert or have something that you want to talk about. Take my program, Pandemic Proof Profits, skip all of that, and be generating yeah. money and revenue immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so, <laughs> nah, you broke it down, bro. Broke it down perfectly, simply. I appreciate that, man. But um, yeah, bro. Like I said, this was definitely great. Um, we are going to do this again because, man, I think we could go on. There's so much more you can unpack. And hey, I'm taking you up on that Brazil visit. So I hit you. Look, up. bro. Like, next, next, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The next interview. The next interview we could do in person. Right there. That's right what there. I was gonna. <laughs> let's go. That's what I'm yeah. talking about, bro. What's your drinking choice? Man, I'm more so since moving to Florida, of course, tequila is all they have down here. But you know, that's you gotta tell me two times. But, I, but, I, but man, I'm, a, I'm like cognac, man. I'm, a, I'm an old school dude, man. I like cognac. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm, 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 I'm gonna get my my little margarita, and we we go we go vibe out. For um, sure, if if the folks are interested, if, if they want to know more, if they got more marketing questions, yeah. uh, the best way to to hit me up is on TikTok or Instagram. T-E-V-A-H, Tavad, the idea man. Um, and then they can also check out uh, my website, inspiredmedia.com. And that's yeah. N-S-P-I-R-E-D, media.com. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yep, and I'm going to put all that in the description and everything for them to uh, tap in with you. And I'm going to follow up with you as well, man, after this. So um, I appreciate your time. Bro. Uh, appreciate that. You know, doing things, inspire people that look like us. And um, we're going to definitely talk for sure, man. Sound like a plan, bro. Looking forward to it. All right, man. Salute. Keep doing your thing. All right. Cheers. Thank you for tuning into Dreams by Any Means Motivation Station, where hustle plus faith equals success. Stay tuned for the next episode.